Hello, good evening. My name is Richard. This is over and over and over again. It's day two of Euro 2022 and we are live. This is the Euros Live Daily coming up the other side of this. We'll be all right with Ellen White. Take the lead with Beth Mead. Williamson gets the job done and Lauren Hemp is heaven sent. So good evening, I say my name is Richard, this is over and over and over again, and this is the first of our almost going to be nightly shows on the Euro 2022 competition, which of course started last night. I was at Old Trafford for that England victory over Austria. We are going to talk about that game um, tonight. Currently, Norway are playing Northern Ireland in game two, uh, which is also in our group as well, group A. And Norway have just scored a third goal already. We've played half an hour, they're 3-0 up against Northern Ireland. Of course, the deputants in the competition. Not a real surprise, Um I think we're going to see uh, a few goals, unfortunately, going in against Northern Ireland in this competition. Of course, we play Norway on Monday, which now is a big, really big game, isn't it? Um, you know, you'd expect us to beat Northern Ireland. In fact, you'd expect Austria to beat Northern Ireland as well. So um, if we can get a really good result on Monday against Norway, then that would set us up nicely, wouldn't it? And, you know, I'm not saying that we would definitely win the group, but we'd certainly be in a very good position if we beat Norway, wouldn't we? So, um, so we will talk about last night. We will obviously um, look at this game as well while it's going on uh, with us as well. Plus as well, of course, there is the start of Group B uh, tomorrow. There's two games tomorrow, Spain against Finland at five o'clock and then at the game in the evening, Germany against Denmark, a big one um, in that group um, tomorrow. So we will look ahead to that as well. Hopefully, um, at some point, we may get some guests joining us. Um, I know Andreas has um, is in London uh, for the game tomorrow. He's going to the to the Germany-Denmark game. Um, I'm not sure if he's quite able to, to join us. Uh, hopefully, Matt can join us as well um, later on um, as we go through the show. So, um, also as well, we'll be looking at how the Arsenal women have been getting on so far. Not a bad start actually to the tournament for the Arsenal women. We'll come on to that as well um, a little bit later. So I think there's only one place really realistically that we can start um, this show tonight. And that is, of course, with the, the game last night. Now, um, of course, England got the win. And I think that was the most important thing at the end of the day. When it's the first game of the tournament and your host, it's never easy, is it? Um, it's just a matter of getting the game played and getting the win. And that's what we did. And, you know, Austria are, are a good side. They were well organised. They were physical and they made it difficult for us. And, um, you know, we, we, we didn't start particularly well. I, I thought we looked a little bit nervous, probably for the first 15 minutes or so. And then we started to get into the game, got the early goal, actually, which I thought would settle us down. But, um, you know, fair play to Austria. They, they stuck at it, didn't they? And um, they defended well. And in the second half, they came forward a little bit more, didn't they? Created one or two opportunities. And in the end, they perhaps, um, you know, they may feel a little bit unfortunate they lost the game, but we don't care about that. You know, we, we saw it out pretty well in the end, um, kept possession well in the last sort of five or ten minutes and uh, and saw it out for the three points, which I think was so, so important um, to get off to that start. Now, big crowd as well, as, as you saw, 68,000 
Um, it was it was very loud in the stadium, although it was a strange atmosphere, actually, in many ways. Um, I, I thought it was. It wasn't. I don't know whether it was nerves or, or what it was, but um, but yeah, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't the, the atmosphere I was anticipating. Actually, it was a good atmosphere, and it was a big crowd. But yeah, it was a little bit flat at times, and um, maybe it was just the section that we were in. I'm not sure. Anyway, we have now got some guests joining us um, live from London, actually, which is unusual to say. It's it's Andreas. Uh, yeah. You okay. Yeah. Hi, good evening, everybody. Yeah, I'm fine. Thank you. How are safe, you? you had a safe journey, did you? Yeah, I just checked in the hotel and then I had problem uh, with the Wi-Fi and the iPad doesn't work with the StreamYard link, but now I'm with, with my iPhone. Oh, <laughs> so cool. I hope okay. you can see me and hear yeah, me. We, yeah, we, we can see and hear you fine. It's, it's great. You've got okay, a good picture, yeah. which, which is good to see. It's good to see you um, and that you've arrived safely in London. And we've yes. also we've also got another guest joining us as well. It's always a pleasure. It is Matt, of course. Uh, fantastic to see uh, you again, Matt. You all right? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. I uh, hope you're all doing well. How are you doing? Not too bad at all. Were you at Old Trafford last night? Yes, I was. But what did you... I mean, obviously, I was just sort of talking about the game. I mean, what did you make of it all? I mean, the whole atmosphere and... Uh, you know, the, the opening ceremony and everything. What, what did you make of all that last night? Because, I mean, it, I thought the opening ceremony was good, actually. I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, I quite enjoyed the atmosphere. The atmosphere was quite nice. It was building up quite nicely in the fan park and mm. everyone was singing along to Sweet Caroline before and after. It was always good. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's nice to see that there's no bitterness between everyone. I know I've, heard, mm. I, I'm, I've, I've tried to rewatch some of the game. And unfortunately, I, you, the TV has picked up a bit of the booing uh, from some of the fans. I've had stories now that some of the men's, uh, walk, some men walked out halfway through this game because they got, I, for some odd reason, they were complaining. Um, but that opening ceremony, that was amazing. It was just yeah. a shame. I, I was wondering what was going to happen with all that smoke because... Yeah, <laughs> It blew that right into the. We were in the Alex Ferguson stand, but in the corner, so almost behind the goal, really, in, in the corner, and the smoke blew into the stadium. You couldn't really yeah. see anything for about five minutes. I think if you was at the yeah. other end, what, what stand was you in then last night? I was I was right at the top of uh, the fake Arsenal Wenger stand. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it's a long way up there, isn't it? Yeah, and it's it was just a real shame, really, that. It was yeah, a really no, nice I mean, view. It was just so I had the perfect view of the goal. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah we which did, was yeah. brilliant. But it and you can see everything. It was just because you're so high, high up. It's just like you, I could have felt like I, if the stadium was rocking anymore, I would have probably rocked out. Was been uh, rolling out the stadium. Yeah, I mean it's quite high up that Alex Ferguson stand. I mean we weren't quite as high as that. We were. But sort of above the corner flag, essentially, in, in that sort of same corner that you would have been. But we were sort of, yeah. you know, about halfway up. It was a good view, to be fair. Um, and, yeah, it's a low roof, though. So you kind of can't see. We couldn't see the scoreboard. We couldn't see the screen and that kind of stuff because it was yeah, blocked out by the roof, which was a bit annoying. But That's um, one thing that annoyed me is that you had this tiny little scoreboard. So if there was any VAR checks or anything like there was... For I think goal. there's a score. There's a there's a big screen at the other end of the ground. Yeah, isn't there? Which I, I wish I couldn't see because the roof. Yeah, dips yeah, I in. couldn't see it either. No, I couldn't see it either. It's a bit annoying, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, Just screen and that you're relying on it's ridiculous. 
Yeah, I mean, I've been to Old Trafford a few times in the away section, which is in the other corner, opposite corner to where we were behind that goal. Yeah. And you don't get that low roof situation and you can get a better view of the whole stadium from there. But I mean, it, it was good and I enjoyed it. And, you know, ultimately, I know England didn't play as well as we maybe expected them to, perhaps. But the first game's difficult, isn't it, when you're at home, the pressure. I thought we looked really nervous for 10 minutes, really nervous, actually. And you could see the tension got to them. And they sort of settled down. We had one or two chances, got the goal. Um, and I thought that had settled us down. But we, I don't know, we still looked nervous afterwards. Didn't we? I mean, Andreas, did you watch? Did you get to watch much of the game or was you sort of packing and stuff like that yesterday? No, no, I watched uh, the match. And uh, um, yeah, I have to say that the first 10 or 15 minutes, uh, Austria uh, seemed to be better in the match. And uh, yeah. yeah, maybe you could say Austria seemed to be the better team in the first 10 minutes. But um, I, I was not surprised because, uh, as you said, the pressure is extremely high on the host in the opening match. We saw this in, in a lot of tournaments. And uh, so uh, you saw the reaction from Beth and from the whole team after the, the goal, uh, after yeah. she scored the goal. Uh, it, was, it was more than, than just uh, being happy about uh, scoring a goal. This was all the pressure came down and... and and yeah. then you now now we are in the tournament now the tournament starts for us and yeah and then it was better and and i think yeah we grew into the match and were the better team but uh, all all respects to austria uh, who yeah as expected they defended very well and it's as i said before it's very difficult to score a goal against them yeah. They made yeah. a good job. Uh, uh, yeah, they had one or two little chances at the end, but uh, all in all, it was more than deserved uh, that uh, that we have uh, won this this first match. Yeah, uh, but uh, you can't say that Beth uh, from the back of the net. <laughs> she no, didn't. it was just a few centimeters uh, over the yeah. line. But uh, on TV, I mean... you could see that it was uh, over the line. Yeah, I mean, at the time, obviously, we were sort of behind the goal. I mean, I think, Matt, you'd have been more to the side. You probably got a, a better actual angle of it than what yeah. we did. And it looks as though it had gone in. Obviously, she chipped it over Manu, and you're thinking, that's in. And then, obviously, the defender appeared from nowhere and hooked it out. But <laughs> I thought it was in. Um, and, obviously, the referee signalled the goal straight away. So, um, I don't know what the VAR check was for. Was that for offside, possibly? Because it, I, I, my initial instinct was that Beth had been offside because she looked offside when she got the ball. But I think she ran in behind. I've seen replays of it since, and it looked like she was fine because she ran in from behind. And she had a good finish, actually, wasn't it? The way she chipped it over um, over the keeper, which was nice. And, yeah, I mean, I, I felt my instinct straight away was it's in. But you never know for certain until, obviously, the referee... Uh, you know, the watch goes off and, and you see that. It's, I mean, did you know it had gone in, Matt, from where you were? I had my suspicions had gone in. So I jumped up thinking it had gone in. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And then you see someone clear off the line and you think, oh, maybe it's not gone in. You yeah. see Beth, Beth celebrating. So I'm like, yes, it's gone in. And as soon as the referee's gone like that, it's gone in. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I saw the referee. I, everyone else was jumping up and down and and celebrate and, and then that var, var check the var check was to make sure that it was definitely a goal um oh, is that what it was for i mean yeah. i couldn't see the screen obviously you could see it was var because the game didn't restart straight away mm -hmm. did they were waiting and waiting yeah. and you know obviously it's gone to var i actually thought the var might have been for offside because i say she did look 
possibly offside when the ball yeah. came through to her. But obviously, mm-hmm. I've seen that she wasn't. But yeah, um, I thought maybe that's what the VAR was for. But anyway, the goal stood rightly so. Um, and it, I say, I, I was a little bit surprised at that point that that was going to be the only goal, actually. I thought that there would be more goals. Um, I thought we'd maybe score one or two more. And we had a couple of chances, but yeah, it wasn't the most fluid England performance, was it, Matt, overall? I mean, it, it was a little bit... Um, I wouldn't say it was difficult to watch, but when when you've seen the recent England games, that one was a little bit flat. The performance was flat, wasn't it, compared to the recent games in particular? Yeah, maybe it was, I think, maybe the nerves, maybe the realisation of that the tournament is finally here. You're playing first instead of playing maybe the third or fourth game of the tournament. So the fact we haven't had this opportunity since 2005, lots of these players wouldn't have been at the tournament or been... aware of the tournament at the time so it's a huge milestone at the moment for us to have that and the way women's football is growing at the moment where i think i saw that it was something like 3.8 million viewers were watching it and over 7,500 people were watching it on the live stream through the bbc so it's huge numbers and it's, it's great to see that that's happening and having over 68,000 in that stadium last night, creating yeah. that atmospheres, doing the Mexican wave, singing yeah. along. And yeah, it was, exactly. it's, it all helps and it's all going to help build much more on it. I think that, that it was sort of at times it seemed like the fans were sort of jeering them on, trying to inspire them a little bit. Um, if I had to look at a performance, I think, Pre-tournament, I took, I have been talking to other people, and I did say that I was asked if Manu was going to be guilty of perhaps not living up to the potential that she has shown over at Arsenal. When I said, "Well, she probably actually prefers to be in bigger crowds because she likes to be mm. the, she likes to have that atmosphere, and she's a very, she like, she sort of feeds off the fans in a way. There's a lot of players that do in that England and Austria team, so." It was a huge moment for all of them, and I think they're they're happy to be part of it. it. It was very much a predictable game in a way, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, we talked yeah. about how uh, Austria are, are really good at defensively, and it's going to be they've done it since the last Euros where they got to the semi-finals. So it is nice to see that people are getting this recognition that they deserve, and. You shouldn't count them out just yet. I mean, I know Norway are 3-0 up at the moment against Northern Ireland. Yeah, I mean, Northern Ireland aren't looking that great, are they? Let's be honest. But, I mean, Norway are a good side. We know Norway Norway are a good side, you know, and and we got them next, haven't we? Nearly the fourth one there. Yeah, Yeah, they've, they've, they've been all over them, really, to be fair, but... You know, I mean, I'm sure we'll have an opportunity against Northern Ireland to score a few goals. We already scored 10 against them in the World Cup qualifiers in the two games, didn't we? So um, I'm sure we, we've got an opportunity there. All they've nearly scored, actually, Northern Ireland, so a shot there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's... I what Yeah, I agree with you. I wasn't surprised by anything about last night's game, really, because we knew what Austria were about. They're very strong, physical. They're, they're a tough team to break down. Um, and... The first game when you're the host at home is a tough game. It is because you are nervous and, and you've got a lot of expectation and pressure. And like you said, the audience that were obviously 68,000 in, in the ground and, you know, a worldwide audience. Everybody was watching that game because it was the only game played last night in the tournament. And it was mm-hmm. the first game. It's England and everything else. So, yeah, there was a huge pressure on them. But um, it was for me, it was good that we came through it with the three points. That was the most 
the only thing that mattered really, I, I, over, overly, I wasn't overly bothered by the performance particularly. Yes, I think we'll play better as the tournament goes on. Hopefully we progress further, we'll improve. But for me, the most important thing, the only thing that mattered was winning that game. Um, and I mean, obviously, from our point of view, we were all, I'm sure, delighted it was Beth that scored the goal. Um, you know, to, to, to the first goal of the tournament as well. And it was, yeah, it didn't hit the back of the net, as, as Andrea said, but it doesn't matter. It was a goal and it counted and it proved to be the winning goal. And I think that was good as well that, you know, um, an Arsenal player gets the headlines on day one. Um, and hopefully there'll be a few more Arsenal players getting headlines in the next uh, few weeks as well. I'm sure there will be. So, um, but yeah, it, the result was the, was the most important thing. Um, I mean, Andreas, what, what did you sort of, Obviously, I know this group's difficult at the moment. You know, Northern Ireland are going to be the, the the whipping team, aren't they? Everyone's going to probably beat them. I mean, it's difficult to judge Norway on this first half because they're not playing against a you know a, a great opposition either. Let's be honest. Um, how you, after seeing last night's game and perhaps some bits of this game today, how can you see the group kind of playing out? Obviously, we've got Norway to play on Monday, which is going to be really tough, isn't it? Yes, this will be a really tough match, but we shouldn't forget that uh, we, we started against Austria. This is not the weakest team in, no. in this tournament. If we had to start against Northern Ireland, I think a lot would, would have been easier for us. But uh, yeah. yeah, we said it before, Austria has a very good defense. Uh, remember the last uh, Euros? Uh, yeah. I think they, they conceded one goal in, in the whole tournament also. So, it was a really difficult task for the first match. And uh, yeah, as you said, the three points are what, what is counting. And yeah. uh, the next match uh, against Norway will be tough. And I think this will be the match uh, which will decide who, who goes through as first and, and second in the group. Because yeah. normally, normally Norway should beat Austria too. But you never know. In um, Northern Ireland, they will be... Uh, yeah, they should just enjoy being part of this Euro. Uh, yeah. There's nothing more possible. And and for the goal, uh, it was just brilliant from from Beth. But also uh, the assist from Frank Kirby was really good. And uh, yeah, Beth, Beth uh, made the best out of this situation by by looping the ball over Manu. And uh, then it was Karina Wenninger from Bayern Munich who nearly saved the ball. So. Uh, yeah. But the first, my first reaction was, ah, no, uh, this, it was not in. And then uh, the goal was given and, and Beth and all, all the players were celebrating. And then uh, they said, ah, oh, it's VAR check. Uh, but uh, then on TV, at least on German TV, it was uh, very, very soon or very quick uh, shown that the ball was uh, behind the line with this, with this goal yeah. technology. Uh, they show exactly where the line is and where the ball is, and it was clearly behind. So, yeah. But uh, and after, I think after this uh, this first goal, uh, we had yeah we dominated the match also in the second half, and we should have scored a second one. But the longer the match was going, uh, the more um, yeah yeah it was in their in their head in their mind uh please don't don't uh, let austria score so, yeah yeah that's what i yeah, was thinking as so, well yeah and and we were all i think all uh, in 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 this thinking oh no please not not a draw and so uh finally it's three points whether you win one nil or five nil it was the opener and yeah it looks very good and for the atmosphere 
for the tournament and in, in the country, it's so important that England started with with a win. Yeah, yeah, no, no, exactly. That that was, I mean, in in the in the second half, as as it was wearing on, and you're starting to think, you know, we didn't really look like we were going to score again. If I'm honest, we, we sort of mm. lost our way a little bit in the attacking sense, but. You know, just thinking, let's just get this game over with. Let's just get the win mm -hmm. uh, and move on and hopefully build into the tournament. And that's what we managed to do. And the end, it was a relief when the final whistle went and, and <laughs> getting the three points. Like, yes, you know, we've, we've done it, which was great. Um, just um, They're just showing the goals at his half-time at Norway, Northern Ireland. It's 3-0. Mm -hmm. And, of course, the first two, two goals in this game, so in actual fact, the first three goals in the tournament were all scored by... Um, WSL players because um, it was Blackstead of Man City got the first goal. Obviously, our own Freedom Island got the second goal. Uh, <laughs> obviously, after Beth Mead's won yesterday, so actually two Arsenal players in the, scored the first three goals of, of the Euros, which is always nice. Um, and of course, the third one was a penalty <laughs> from uh, from Hansen earlier just before half time. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we was going to actually. Why, why don't we just have a have a quick look at this? We'll be doing this pretty much every day, but um, we might as well start now because it has been a very um, where are we? Let's have a look. Uh, it's been a pretty good start to um, to the tournament. Where, where have I put it? I've got so many little videos in my collection here that I can't actually find a video I want now. Um, where is it? Oh, it's here. Here's the one I'm looking for. So, basically, one and a half days into the tournament, if you like, one and a half games have been played. And we've seen um, a few of our a few of our girls have, have made appearances already at the Euros, and um, so far um, you have to say they've all been impressive. Obviously, last night Leah Williamson um, comfortable, I thought, defensively last night. She wasn't put under massive pressure. She coped with everything really well. I thought she led the team well. Um, she had a decent game. Of course, Beth got the goal, the important goal, and, and overall, while she was on the pitch for an hour or so, I thought she she played well. She worked hard. Um, not everything came off for her, um, but she, she worked hard and obviously had a big impact in the game. And of course, the, the two Austrian Arsenal players mm -hmm. both had really good games, didn't they? I mean, Manu played well in goal, unlucky obviously with the goal in the end. And, and I thought Laura yeah. was absolutely brilliant, wasn't she? You know, she kept Lauren Hemp quiet most of that game. I thought that was the best I've seen her play actually since she's come to Arsenal. I thought she was really impressive. So. A brilliant um, start mm -hmm. to the tournament for the Arsenal women last night, wasn't it, Andreas? I mean, it was great to watch, wasn't it? Uh, the way our girls performed, as much as anything. Yeah, from from the Austrian side, uh, Laura was the player of the match. Yeah, uh, so. uh, there were there were a lot of scenes when when she stopped uh, Lauren Hemp, and and uh, I yeah. thought uh, it's impossible uh, compared to to what Lauren Hemp did in the last three friendlies. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, she, yeah. Laura was was outstanding yesterday, yes, and uh, she showed her uh, defensive qualities. Uh, normally, um, I said uh, that she's she brings more for the offensive line, but yesterday she was brilliant in defense, and uh, she, I'm sure she she settled in in the WSL now, and and we'll mm -hmm. see a lot more from her in next season. Yeah. Yesterday, yeah. she showed that she's able to perform on the highest level. You, you you must stop uh, someone like Lauren Hemp. It's not easy, and no, she did it brilliantly. Yeah, yeah, no, she did. She, she had a brilliant game. Actually, that mm -hmm. was you know as much as I was obviously delighted England won. To see mm -hmm. her performance, <laughs> that was really I, I was so um, so pleased and excited by her performance actually because like you said, to keep Lauren Hemp quiet is a difficult <laughs> job for anybody, and she did a magnificent job and. Mm -hmm. I was quite surprised actually that maybe Lauren Hemp lasted the whole game because her in, her impact 
was minimal actually. Mm -hmm. as much as we yeah. love Lauren Henry, we bigged her up last week and quite rightly so. But yeah, Laura was absolutely brilliant against her. And I thought um, I thought Manu in goal actually was solid. You know, she dealt yes. with everything, crosses into the box, she was good. Mm -hmm. You know, she made one or two. That save just before half time from Lauren Hemp actually was a good save uh, to keep it a one nil and I thought her performance was good. I mean, Matt, you must have been obviously delighted with our girls last night. I know I was. I came away feeling quite proud that our four girls had done so well, actually. Yeah, I, th I think what really threw me off is because usually you see Laura where she, because she has a particular hairstyle, she changed it up. So I was kind of confused about what, <laughs> yeah, usually how you identify some of the players, but because uh, obviously they're with the national uh, teams and instead of their players, they can't use the shirts numbers but yeah. it was it was kind of a bit confusing i i thought that sometimes she was quite quiet but but i'm i am re-watching the games back and i think she sneakily looked at the man city game uh, against arsenal uh, in january and she was watching what katie did and she was making so that she was being aggressive and making sure that she would know she was there so that lauren mm. couldn't get the better out of her which is quite good to mm. see It'll be interesting to see if she can bring that a bit more. I'm going to have to say fair play to the referee because uh, actually it was really well re uh, refed last night. I know there was a yeah, few was. instances yeah, it where it could have yeah. quite easily been a yellow card, but she allowed the game to carry on. And yeah, especially with VAR and goal line technology being involved for the first time as well, it is quite difficult. Um, yeah. So it was a huge occasion as well. And... I think the Ars I think the Arsenal fans, uh, Arsenal fans, Arsenal players. Actually, to be fair, there was plenty of Arsenal fans there in the crowd as well. Yeah, so, there was a few Arsenal fans. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they can't. I think they they all just knew because of the Champions League effort and everything like that. They seemed more settled than anything else, and they were ready for everything. We saw Leah do her nice usual run into the midfield, trying to do those long balls. We saw Laura making some brilliant tackles and try and push up a little bit more forward. We saw uh, um, Beth go and score the goals and try and assist. And there was a couple of times where that final ball from other players, it was lacking. Um, but it might have just been nerves at the end of it, which was a bit of a shame. But that decision making needs to be better, especially against Norway, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think it'll be a, a totally different game against Norway to start mm. with. I think it will, you know, obviously Norway will play a totally different way to Austria. Austria are always going to be, uh, we're always going to be very solid defensively. They wasn't going to take too many risks, uh, and it was always going to be a difficult game. Whereas Norway are more likely to take the game a little bit more to us when they get the opportunity, aren't they? And then it's going to leave a little bit more space for us to counter attack and whatever. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, it, it, we will be a different game, and we obviously we will look ahead to that one um, probably on on Sunday's uh, on Sunday's show more more so. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I say from an Arsenal women's perspective, last night was a was a big success actually, and I was delighted. And it seems as I mean, I've I've caught bits of the the Norway game, and you know, obviously Frida's playing, scored a goal, so it's going pretty well for her as well. So that's another another big tick on the Arsenal women's um, um, kind of uh, board so far in the Euro. So it's been a pretty good start for us. Um, Terry is in the chat as well. He says, evening, Richard Andreas uh, and a big man, MMM77. Indeed. Uh, good to see you as well, Terry. Uh, you are well enjoying enjoying the Euros as well. I know it's early days, but uh, we've waited long enough for it, haven't we? Because it was held over from last year and 
Um, it seems like it's taken forever to come round now, actually. It seems we've been building up to it for ages, but it's finally here. Um, and yeah, it was a it was a good start uh, for England. But of course, um, there's a lot going on in the competition. I say there's a game at the moment. I say it's 3-0 to Norway at halftime against Northern Ireland in our group. And then tomorrow it's the start of Group B, which is obviously a, a holds a big interest. Of course, Andreas, who, who's come all the way over to London, especially to watch Germany, of course, play in, in two of the games starting tomorrow. Of course, the first game at five o'clock is Spain versus Finland. Now, of course, we know the problem Spain have got yeah. with the injury problems now. Two of their best players are, are like, well, one of them's definitely out of the competition and the other one is seems like a doubt as well, Hermosa. So, um, Spain's chances suddenly, I know we, we spoke about the other night, maybe Spain were the favourites to win the group. Maybe they're not now. And that puts even more pressure, doesn't it, Andreas, tomorrow on the Germany-Denmark games, you think? Because there's a big opportunity for Germany or Denmark now to perhaps win the group with the problem Spain have got. Yeah, I don't know, but there's more pressure because both the teams will see the chance to qualify in this group now because nobody has to fear Spain without Amoso and Puteas. Uh, it's it's really sad, uh, especially for Alexia Puteas. Yeah. I must say that uh, one day before the tournament, I was really shocked when I when I read this news. And uh, yeah, it's so sad for her. And um, I, I always say in 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 these injury um, cases, it doesn't matter which which uh, shirt you wear. It's just sad for the players yeah. and. Uh, uh, I, I don't want to to even think how she might feel one day before the biggest tournament in her life when she's uh, she's won everything, every personal award, and now uh, unable to play at the Euros uh, and and being out for for approximately one year. It's terrible, and uh, of course it's it's also terrible for for Spain. The whole team must. Settle. They must understand uh, that after uh, missing Amoso, now they are missing their best player with uh, Puteas. Uh, it will be a difficult situation for Spain and yeah, Denmark and Germany. Of course, uh, they they will benefit from this from this bad luck uh, Spain has had. Yeah, uh, now the situation is is totally new. Uh, when when you said before a draw in the first match between Denmark and Germany couldn't be enough now it can be enough because yeah. why why not beating spain they they are not uh, not as strong as we thought yeah. as as sad as it is for uh, for the player uh, the situation is is totally new in this group and i think both will be more careful and will say okay if we don't win the opening match let's take a draw denmark and germany mm. yeah no, no, I, I, I agree. And, and I think that, that, you know, the injuries that Spain have got have certainly put um, a, a different kind of complexion on that group. Um, you know, because I say, you, I'm sure we said last week, didn't we? And you were maybe thinking that it was going to be Germany and Denmark were fighting for second place. And mm -hmm. now, like you said, that they've both got an opportunity to perhaps even win the group. You know, and I mean, obviously, Spain is still going to be a good, a good team. Let's let's not get any mistake about it. But you know, it's like anybody, isn't it? If England, if England lost, say Lauren Hemp and and Beth Mead for the competition, then our chances of success would be greatly impacted. You know, where we've got great players as well, those two are big players, and it's the same for Spain, isn't it? It's going to have an impact. I mean, Matt, what what do you think that's going to make a difference? Obviously, not only to this group. 
but obviously to the competition in general, because now suddenly Spain from being one of the massive favourites now, maybe not quite so much. I mean, they look more beatable now, don't they, perhaps, than they were? Yes, especially with Hermoso also not there. That's been huge for them. And it's going to be important for them now to recalibrate. And obviously now they're one player down because they can't bring in someone because of the deadline. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So they're going to have to really test out their team now, obviously, with uh, her not being there. Apparently, from reports, it was very similar to what happened to Jordan when she got had her ACL um, that a couple of seasons ago. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see what happened there, there. But obviously, we'll get more details coming down the line. It would be... Um, I think they would still have some sort of plan A or, or well, plan B and plan C should uh, Alexia be injured or any problems. But it might be that she do, they don't have that final third ball or she's not going to be able to get to the end. Or someone's not going to be on there, the end of the balls coming in or anything like that. So that they can't have that a Barcelona tiki-taka that we were used to seeing in the Champions League. Mm. Um, it's a big blow but it'll be interesting to see how they adapt that's the important thing with Germany and Denmark you never know what's going to happen I think with how Germany performed at the Arnold Clark Cup and finishing last I think it'll be guns blazing and I think Germany will take the advantage now and I think I think Denmark will be happy to sort of try to go for that draw but I think Germany will go for it from the first minute to the ninetieth minute. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it is that game is so important to the group to be the first game as well. Is is a shame in in many ways. It be would have been a nice final game, wouldn't it? When everything mm-hmm. would depend on the result. In the first game, you don't really know how important a result is going to be until after the group's finished, I guess. But yeah, it's going to be a big game. I'm actually really looking forward to watching that tomorrow night. I do think that is going to be a really good game of football as well too. Very, very good teams with very good players. Um, so I'm sure it's going to be a good game for, for you to watch, Andreas. Obviously, in the stadium at, at Brentford as well. That's going to be really good, isn't it? Um, definitely be looking forward um, mm-hmm. looking forward to that one. Um, we've got um, Michael in the chat. He says, no worries, Andreas. He says, Barca have it covered. Well, we'll see, won't we, how much they have it covered um, Well, tomorrow and obviously over the next couple of weeks. Um, while the group stage is... is Because uh, don't forget, obviously, tomorrow Spain, Spain plays Finland. Technically, mm-hmm. you would say the weakest team in the group. And then they've got Germany and Denmark. So it's going to get more difficult for Spain, isn't it, after tomorrow? Um, so that's going to be um, interesting now. To, I think that group has definitely got a different dynamic to it now than it had last week when we spoke about it before. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, whoever wins that game tomorrow between Germany and Denmark is going to be in a really strong position, aren't they? A really strong position to, to qualify out of that group and, and possibly win it. Um, and I say this this group, of course, does have interest for us because, you know, we play, or if we if we qualify out of our group, we play first or second, depending on where mm. we finish in this group. So there is a lot for us to think about in this group as well. So even more reason that I'm going to be watching the games tomorrow, maybe a little bit more interest um, than some of the other group games uh, as we progress at the minute. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, just looking at that Germany game then tomorrow, Andreas. I mean, um, it is a tough start, obviously, for for Germany. We know that, and it's going to be it is going to be a good game. I mean, what are you kind of anticipating from it? I mean, first of all, do you think it's going to be quite a big crowd at Brentford tomorrow? Obviously, the first game of the tournament at Brentford as well. 
Yeah, I heard that it's uh, sold out. Uh, 13,000, I think. And yeah. um, as far as I uh, heard in, in some uh, German groups, uh, there will be a lot of German uh, fans there. Uh, yeah, and um, I, I think the team is very self-confident and uh, manager mm -hmm. uh, Martina Forstecklenburg, very self-confident. And uh, the closer it's it, it was uh, coming to the tournament, um, I think uh, the team made made some progress in uh, in training in the last weeks. Uh, they said uh, they grew as a team. Uh, yeah, so normally Germany should be able to beat Denmark, but um, uh, yeah, the Scandinavian teams are always dangerous. And um, yeah, I know it's not only one player who decides, but uh, just one name must be said. Uh, it's Pernille Harder. She's She's yeah. uh, one of the best strikers in Europe, and uh, you you can never let her alone. She's always able to score, so this will be very difficult. But uh, the good thing is that she played in Wolfsburg for... No, uh, sorry. Northern Ireland have just scored. Northern Ireland just scored their first ever goal at the Euros. Oh. Uh, uh, it was from a corner. No, I couldn't clear it. Yeah, it was a header yeah, at yeah. the far post. Goalkeeper uh, maybe could have done better, and it's gone over the line. Um, and, Nor and Northern Ireland have got their very first ever goal at the European Championship. Yes. Congratulations to them. Yes. Um, they are still losing 3-1, unfortunately. But um, <laughs> they've got their first goal. So, brilliant for them. Um, there was a VAR check. I'm not quite sure why. But anyway, the goal clearly went over the line. It was further over the line than best last night. And they're coming forward again, Northern Ireland. They're enjoying themselves now. And <laughs> who knows? If they get two more goals, we'll be still top of the group, which would be nice. <laughs> um, but it seems unlikely, let's be honest. But uh, fair play to Northern Ireland. I'm sure they enjoyed that moment when yeah. you can see the celebrations and stuff. So I um, think that, that shot was, wasn't meant to be a cross, but I think... No, I'm not sure it. if it was, actually. But anyway, it, it turned out to be a good cross, a good header as well <laughs> at the far post. Um, and Northern Ireland have got, have got a goal. So well, well done to them. Um, which is which is nice, isn't it? They're coming forward again, actually. They they certainly got their tails up at the moment. In, in Norway, maybe I think it's difficult when you're freeing up at half time. Mm. Mentally, you think the game's won, and you're maybe not quite as focused, are you? And it's easy to to maybe not lack concentration. I didn't think Norway defended that corner particularly well. Um, but anyway, fair play to Norman Island. They've got themselves their first goal, um, and it makes the second half a little more interesting, perhaps in that game, because it looked as though it was sort of running away from them, and it was just going to be one-way traffic in the second half, but it hasn't been, so fair play. Um, which would be nice, wouldn't it? Um, oh, I'm not quite sure what's happened there. The uh, the screen's gone a bit funny. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, Andreas is moving. We can't have Andreas moving there. <laughs> Even though you're in a different country than you normally are, Andreas, with us, we can't have your moving position. That's just not um, So, yeah, I mean, we did get a little bit sidetracked there by Northern Ireland scoring, but... Uh, yeah, obviously we were looking ahead to oh no, oh, I've got another chance to get another goal of they they might get a fourth goal Norway here. Oh, yeah. oh no they haven't good defending actually. Oh. Good defending there from Northern Ireland in the end. It looks like it's quite an exciting second half this has been. Um, lucky defending. It was a little this bit lucky. Yeah. Football's all about. You never know what's gonna happen. No, you don't. And it was a good a good bit of play initially, actually. And the oh. goalkeeper did quite well, but I think Norway should probably have scored there, if I'm totally honest. But anyway. Northern Ireland got away with that, and it remains 3-1. So the excitement at the start of the second half there is uh, continues at Southampton. This game is, of course, uh, St Mary's. It looks like a reasonable crowd, actually. I mean, obviously, it's nowhere near sold out, this game. 
and a long range shot from Northern Ireland again, actually. They're looking for another goal. Um, but anyway, that was comfortably safe. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not obviously not, not a sellout this particular game. There seems to be quite a lot of empty seats around, but it's a reasonable crowd, um, which is good. And mm. yeah, I mean, hopefully there'll be a big crowd at the game tomorrow. And uh, I'm sure they will. Like you said, there's going to be a lot of Germans, I'm sure. And yes. Denmark tend to travel quite quite a lot, don't they? I mean, there were quite a few Austria fans, actually, last night, wasn't there, Matt? I don't know if you saw. There was quite a few. Obviously, they were in the corner, wasn't they, just below where we were. But yeah. I saw quite a few hanging around outside the stadium and stuff. They seemed in good spirits and stuff like that, which was nice. And um, it was good to see them there adding to the atmosphere, wasn't it? Yeah, and that was the brilliant thing. I, I, I remember going into the fan park and as soon as uh, Sweet Caroline came on and that they were all sweet singing as well. So it wasn't just, yeah. <laughs> just all the England fans and they were making use of, I think there was a Heineken bus that they were all going on and singing and it was brilliant to see. And it, it I think that's the great thing about these sorts of tournaments is that you're being close together and it's bringing you more entertainment out of it. I mean, mm. it's, it's great to see and, I'm looking forward to seeing more of it. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, and it's it's it's. A, I mean, I say obviously last night was was a was a good atmosphere as well, which is nice, and I'm sure that's going to continue throughout the tournament. Yeah, there was a little bit of booing for the Austrian anthem, wasn't there, and one or two other little incidents. But you know, I think you, you you're going to get the bigger that the bigger crowds that you get. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. you're going to get that happening more, aren't you? Which is a shame. But it didn't really. I, it wasn't that much really, and I don't think it spoiled it. And in fact, somebody near us. Um, and sort of started booing and other people around them sort of told them to stop really. So that was good to see actually that other people were kind of saying, you know, this isn't what we do at, uh, at the women's games really, which was not, we shouldn't do it anyway, but especially at, at the women's games, but um, no, I got a free kick actually. It looks like Guru Wright might be taking this and she yeah. has done and She's just scored. Guru Wright has just scored. Yeah. Good goal. Um, from another WSL, uh, another yeah. WSL player <laughs> scoring as well. It just goes to show the best league in the world uh, is, coming to the, the top in, in the uh, European Championship so far. Good free kick, actually, from Guru Ryan. Curled it round the wall. Goalkeeper maybe could have done perhaps a little bit better. Her positioning wasn't great. She was too central. It's obvious that to get round the wall, the ball's going to go in that corner and she maybe should have maybe stepped across a little bit before. Um, but anyway, it was a good free kick. Um, and it's a fourth goal for Norway. That pretty much seals the victory for them, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, now Ireland's little comeback didn't last very long, did it? Unfortunately for them, and it's uh, it is now four-one, and yeah, Guru right with that goal for them, which is good. Um, Terry says there you can never write Germany off when it comes to big competitions. No, no, we mentioned that last week. They they do tend to you know whatever they, whatever happens before when it comes to tournament time, they're ready, and I'm sure they will be ready for this. And tomorrow night, I'm sure they'll be ready for that game, and it's going to be a good a good watch, I'm sure. Uh, Terry says it's nice to see you again, MMM seventy seven. I thought you had become too famous to appear on a show anymore after not seeing <laughs> you last week. No, I mean I know he's got such, he's got so many things on at the minute, Matt. He's very busy, so we're, we're you yeah, know, it's a pleasure to have him to have him with us when when we can. Um, Got to be careful of the burnout as well. So, well, exactly. Yeah. Um, Terry says there, Richard only twelve to go, and I'll get my CD. Um, I have to play it with England <laughs> in the final. Yeah, the CD actually. That's the the theme song to the thing. That's that's the CD there. It's called the Beautiful Game. It's a signed copy, there, as you can see, from Pete Drake and Case Bing. Pete Drake actually was sitting about four or five rows ahead in front of me last night at the game, which was oh, nice. Wow. Um, so that's his CD. Um, there's two songs on there. One of them is a song that we played at the start, which is called Left Foot, Right Foot, Header, which I really love. 
and the other one's called The Beautiful Game, which is the song that we play out with at the end. Uh, both really good songs to help support the lionesses. Well, I had a CD on in a car yesterday. We were driving to Manchester. We had it on loop. So we played it about five, six times in a row. We were singing it in the car going down there, which was good. Um, so that was nice. But yeah, to, to win that, you have to guess the number of goals that England are going to score in the group stage. Terry guessed 13. So as he said, he's got 12 more to go. Looking at the way Northern <laughs> Ireland defended in this game, you know, suddenly that doesn't seem such a strange prediction from 13 goals, actually, when we've got to play Northern Ireland. Um, but anyway, we'll see how, how that works out. Um, so if you want to have a guess on that, all you need to do is subscribe to the channel and then put your guess in. I've put a comment on one of the shows Put it on a comment on one of the videos on the channel or on, on our Twitter, which is at over and Arsenal. Um, I say just put your guess in, and uh, if you get it right, you'll have a chance of winning that great CD. And it is a great CD as well. And as Terry said, play it when England win the final. Yeah, I'll, I'll be playing it every day um, throughout the competition, actually, because it is so it's stuck in my head now. The song I can't get it out of my head, so um, it is good. It is a good, really good CD, so you can win that um, just by guessing. The number of goals England will score in the three group goal, the two games that's left. Um, don't leave it to the last game because obviously, you know, it, you, obviously we'll stop entries before the Northern Ireland game. So you can't cheat and, you know, I'll, you can't enter after the games are finished. But anyway, try and get your, your guess in and see because uh, you can win this great CD. Um, so, yeah, obviously um, Group B kicks off tomorrow. So it's going to be good. The first game at five o'clock will be said Spain against Finland and then the big one. Um, eight o'clock, Germany against Denmark. What time are you going to get there, Andreas, to the stadium? Have you decided yet? Uh, when I want to get there, uh, I hope uh, that I'll be early there. Um, the Germans meet in a pub uh, close to, to the Brentford Community Stadium. And uh, I want to, to have um, all this atmosphere uh, before the match. And it's, it's, yeah, I think it's a special atmosphere, totally different to league games in, in the WSL yeah. or in the German Bundesliga. It's, it's um, yeah, it's international tournament and, and all this. Um, everybody says this is the biggest uh, women's tournament so far. And yeah, I think I'll be there two hours before just uh, to, to, to have all this atmosphere. and. Um, yeah, this German fan group said, uh, let's meet in a pub and everybody uh, will get uh, a small flag uh, so that we can wave in, in the stadium. Oh, and yeah, let's hope for, for a good atmosphere. Normally, the Danish fans are, are um, very good uh, in, in singing and, and uh, chanting too. So uh, I have biggest uh, expectations for tomorrow, uh, for the atmosphere and for the match. And um, yeah. yeah, both teams have their chance. And then, uh, of course, we will know uh, a lot more after the match uh, Spain uh, versus Finland. Because I think yeah. even, the, even the Finnish team will say, oh, the situation is, is quite new. We have a chance against Spain. Let's try mm. it. And yeah, we, we will know whether uh, or how the, the Spanish team deals with this new situation. Uh, mm. If they win three, four nil against Finland, then maybe nothing, uh, nothing much has changed. But uh, yeah. yeah, let's 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 see a draw between Spain and Finland. So uh, it's it will be totally new situation for Denmark and for Germany. Uh, yeah. yeah, of no, course. I, mean... I, I hope that the German team starts with a winning too. And um, uh, I don't I don't want to have uh, a quarterfinal England versus Germany. This would be terrible for me. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, 
I suppose the only way that can be avoided is obviously if they both finish in the same position in the group, either both finish first or both finish second, which, um, you know, that's the only way that it can yeah. be avoided. And to be honest, now with, with the news, obviously, of what's happened at Spain, uh, suddenly Germany have got a great chance to win that group, haven't mm. they? And if they do, then um, if that's we true. do win our group, then we would avoid Germany in the quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. Um we might have to play Spain though, which might not be, um, which might not be fun either. But anyway, you, you expect when you get to the quarterfinals, or if you do um, reach the quarterfinals, you know whoever reaches quarterfinals, you know it's going to be a tough game wherever you get. Mm. Let's be honest. You know the last the last eight of any knockout competition is always going to be tough, isn't it? So we know what it's going to be like. So yeah, let's see what happens with the group. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that all kind of works out, really, isn't it? Um, Terry says, "Yeah, uh, we need to get MMM seventy-seven CD ready um, for the semi-final when he's when he's <laughs> Or maybe just just for next season for for Arsenal. Actually, perhaps we will look at that next season. And Luke is in chat. How are you doing, Luke? Thanks a lot for tuning in. Hope you are well. Um, so, um, so yeah. So day one is over. Successful day for England and pretty good day for the Arsenal women. Day two is almost over. There's half an hour left of this game." This game looks as though it's over. It is 4-1 to Norway against Northern Ireland. It's going to take um, probably the biggest shock in um, football history if Northern Ireland come back and get anything out of this game now. (laughs) It won't happen, no. Norway coming forward again, looking for another goal. Um, So Norway are going to end the first round of matches top of the group, which when we saw that the game worked out, we kind of expected that, let's be honest. Um, I always expected Norway to beat Northern mm. Ireland probably by more goals than we'd beat Austria if that was how the results went. So, um, so yeah, um, that's how the first two, the first two uh, days of the Euros have gone. What what have we made of it so far? I know it's early days, only sort of not even two games finished so far. I mean, Matt, what have you made of the competition so far? And, and obviously that the crowd and the, the way the competition is being received in general by, you know, by the football public, really. I mean, I've been quite positive. I think it's been quite positive so far, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, and even on the UEFA website, they're bringing up things from the Austrian newspaper. Um, newspaper sorry, the Austrian reporters are talking about how the English papers are not just talking about uh, Beth Mead. They're talking about Man, Manu doing really well yesterday. Mm. Um so that's the, that's the important thing. The one thing I just have an issue with is when you've got a game right on your doorstep like Southampton, they've kind of let themselves down here with having so many empty seats. And it's a bit of a shame at the moment, but I think maybe um, when England, well, obviously when England come, that stadium's going to be rocking. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. It's just a bit of a shame though that, You've got WSL players on your team. You've got a Southampton team that's just got promoted. Even you would have thought that a lot of people would have been interested in this. Maybe because of it being a school night, they wouldn't have probably risked it. If it was more of a weekend, they would have probably done it. But it's a bit of a shame as well. Um, I know there's going to be small numbers as well for the game on Monday, but that's a five o'clock kickoff. So you might have a little bit of layoff. But... It's, yeah. um, I think that that's going to happen with some of the smaller stadiums, uh, unless it's like a weekend game. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be certainly very interested to see what the attendances are like for the obviously the non-England games to see how well attended the games are. Um, and yeah, there's going to be some games that I think are going to 
be big crowds. You know, hopefully the Germany one tomorrow, as Andreas says. And, you know, I'm going to Sweden against the Netherlands mm. on Saturday, which hopefully at Bramble Lane, I mean, it's an exciting looking game. Hopefully it's sold well. I mean, Netherlands and Sweden will both have uh, a good following, I'm sure. I'm not sure what end I'm in, what, what, what fans I'll be with, but I might wear my Orange England top just in case I'm with the Dutch fans and I can maybe get away with it. Then. Um, but it's going to be good to see that game. I mean, Andreas, what have you made of it so far? Then obviously the big kickoff yesterday and the way the tournament's being received. I mean, what, what, is, is there quite a lot of excitement in Germany for it, actually? Uh, it's growing. Uh, the, the closer the tournament came, uh, the interest and, and everything was growing. Uh, uh, yesterday's match, uh, the opening match, was uh, uh, broadcasted in in German TV in in the uh, compared to BBC, and um, yeah, uh, we saw some reports in in TV and in newspapers. So uh, the closer it came, uh, the more the people realized, ah, there is a big tournament. There was the discussion whether. Uh, you should call this uh, women's Euro or only Euro. And uh, the German manager Martina Voss said uh, there is one big tournament this summer uh, in football. It's the Euros. Because uh, many people said, oh, no, no tournament this summer. We have to wait until December, uh, the World Cup in Car. No, it's this summer. There is a big tournament. And uh, mm. more and more, uh, it's coming to. Uh, to Germany and yeah of course uh, as always it's important how the team starts uh, as I said before if if England wouldn't uh, have won the first match or would would uh, go out in group stage uh, this would be terrible for the atmosphere and yes. uh, yeah uh, so the same is um, in Germany the atmosphere uh, will grow if the team starts well um, because people now remember, uh, we uh, Germany is uh, eight times winner of the Euros. Uh, mm. This is coming slowly to the newspapers, to TV, and so it's it's very important to start good and uh, to win tomorrow. So yeah, I'm looking forward. I'm really excited, and uh, as I said, it's it's totally different to a league match. Mm. Uh, yeah, and just let's hope for a good match, for a good atmosphere, and um, yeah. If if the German team can win, it would be perfect. But if not, uh, let's see. Let's see how both teams perform. I, I'm happy to be here. That's that's the most important. Yeah, I mean, it's we're we're glad that you're here as well. Enjoying yourself is the main thing, and I'm sure you've got you've got some good stuff lined up to do, haven't you, as well for the next sort of uh, few days that you're here as well. A few games and other bits and pieces as well. So I'm sure you're gonna you're gonna have a have a great time and. Hopefully, say the games will be good as well, um, and I'm sure they will. Um, and it's going to be it's going to be a good a sort of three three and a half weeks of football, mm -hmm. isn't it? That's the main thing. And you know, people sort of maybe dismissing this tournament a little bit, but for me, the tournaments are a summer activity, right? So although there, was a, there is a World Cup in the winter, I'm not really interested in that because it's not the time to have a World Cup. You don't have a World Cup in the winter. All the tournaments are summer. It's a summer football thing, isn't it? You know, and that's what we look forward to. You know, you've got your season throughout the winter and then the season finishes and you can look forward to a tournament in the summer. And that's how it should be. And we've got this tournament in this, this summer and everybody should embrace it. And it's great football yeah. um, for three weeks in this country as well, which is unusual for us to host a tournament completely in in our country so it's great that it's going ahead and i'm i'm excited for it and it's been a good start 
Um, I, you know, the game yesterday was a little bit frustrating at times. It wasn't the free flow in England that we like to see and we expected to see it maybe, but um, it was a, a good win. Um, and obviously this, this game has been a little bit more open tonight, the Norway-Northern Ireland game, a lot of more goals. And it's been good to see some excitement and some goals as well. And I'm sure the tournament's going to have a lot more of that to come as well um, as, as kind of things um, kind of move along, really. Obviously, I'll be looking forward to your vlog, Andreas, from tomorrow. I'm sure that's mm -hmm. going to be good. We look forward to that. Obviously, you've got some friends you're speaking to as well, aren't you, you said? Is that right? I know they're coming on Sunday for the for the second match against Spain. And so, oh, Spain, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I will... Uh, check in this pub and see uh, other German fans maybe. Uh, yeah, I, I will try to, to record something and uh, yeah, to short vlog and yeah, looking forward to, to everything and, and, and bring the atmosphere to, to you all. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's about, isn't it? That's what we like to see. Mm -hmm. And it's good, to it. get, it's good to get the different perspectives of the different games and obviously the different atmospheres that there's going to be, you know, different crowds and that kind of stuff. So that's going to be um, that's going to be really good. What's the next game you're going to then, Matt? What's your next game? Norway have just scored again, by the way, 5-1. Oh, <laughs> we just got another one. will be the... Oh, oh it's offside, sorry. It's offside. It's offside. Belgium-Iceland game uh, at the academy stadium so i am going back to walking through walls <laughs> that's on sunday that's on sunday yeah. isn't it? is that right yes that's on I, sunday i'll be there too yes so oh, it'll be good fantastic. to meet up finally so eventually everyone's gonna have met everyone so that's gonna be good to see oh that'll be great yeah you have to get that on on uh on camera definitely you, <laughs> you, you know you used to at the, at the game on sunday that'll be really good actually so I look forward to that obviously I, i'm at the game on saturday netherlands against sweden so that's going to be a good game looking forward to that one um and um i think amar's going to the other two, two england games as well isn't he i think he's doing he's going to them i think you're, you're going to them as well but you're going to you're going to one at southampton i was meant to be going it's just a problem with traveling so i've had to give my tickets away to someone else oh that's a shame uh, oh that's a shame isn't it but uh it was that the northern island game yeah the, yeah yeah okay oh uh, well never mind um but yeah i know i was going to those two um which, which is good um and i've got tickets for the semi-final one of the semi-finals the the first semi-final on the 26th as well so hopefully it might be england in that game we'll see how obviously he's a bit early to to get too excited about that quite yet but we'll see certainly a good start anyway but yeah um so day one and sort of day two obviously i couldn't do a live show last night because i was not here um i'll be we'll be back live tomorrow i don't know whether obviously andreas won't be here tomorrow because he's at the game which will be good um so we'll obviously um, look out for the vlog for that one are you around tomorrow matt or are you you're sort of busy tomorrow i am working um what time is the show is it going to be around this time that well i think it's sort of probably seven o'clock so it's in between the two games no, obviously we, want, we want to watch the germany yeah. game completely because i want to be focused on that because that's going to be good I think, um, yeah I, I don't think i'll be able to because i finished dead on seven so be uh, oh, okay. too much for me to do oh i know no worries i mean we'll see maybe uh Amar might be around tomorrow it's friday so maybe he might be around to pop <laughs> yeah but obviously we'll obviously um what we'll do tomorrow we'll obviously look at the well, what's happened in the Spain-Finland game, uh, the result of that and how that worked out. We'll obviously look ahead to the Germany-Denmark game as well. 
um, which will be tomorrow night. And and then obviously there's some game, the, the games on Saturday as well. We've got Portugal against Switzerland and then obviously the, the Netherlands-Sweden game, which, which I'll be at. So uh, we'll look at all that, obviously catch up with uh, some more stuff from the Arsenal women as well in action tomorrow. And it's not uh, actually tomorrow, there's not going to be that many in action tomorrow, is there? Um, only possibly Simone Boy may be playing for Denmark against Germany, potentially. Yeah. Um, I think that's the only Arsenal player in action tomorrow, isn't it? Um, and of course, there's uh, there could be four or in, in on Saturday, of course, um, Viv and Steena in the Netherlands Sweden game, and of course, Switzerland have got um, Noel Moritz and Leah Walsey, of course. Um, so there's a bit more Arsenal action, if you like, on Saturday. So, uh, loads to look forward to it because I mean, you know, this tournament's going to be really good, and I'm sure we're all going to enjoy it. And I say we want to, you know, we want to give it some coverage every night, Just come on here for an hour or so, have a little chat about the games that's going on, the games that we've been to, the games that we've seen, and all that kind of stuff. And I say, look at the Arsenal women. Um, so we'll do that, obviously. So, obviously, thanks, Andreas, for coming on. I know you've had a busy day traveling today, so it's <laughs> nice that you could uh, give up some time to speak to us as well, which is great. Yeah, thanks for having me in the show. And it's the first time I'm in the show uh, from England. <laughs> it is. It is, actually. Yeah. Which is, well, technically, that's not true, because when we was at Meadow Park, we were live yeah, on yeah, Meadow Park. And you, you was at Meadow Park. Yeah, not actually on the show in, in the yeah. screen kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That. But, but, but the, yeah. the regular show, it's the first time from from yeah. England so from from English soil in 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 my motel one here at Tower Hill so yeah, yeah. your famous hotel that you you live yeah. in you seem to live there more than you live in Germany at the moment don't you you seem to be there quite a lot it fits like yeah. coming home <laughs> yeah no, I'm sure it does it's, it's great so um so yeah obviously um it's good that you've given out a little bit of time for us tonight and I say really I hope you really enjoy the game tomorrow and the atmosphere and the experience of it all I'm sure it's gonna be really good and um Yes, I know it's probably, you know, it probably won't necessarily be popular with amongst a lot of England fans, but I hope Germany win, actually, tomorrow. I really do. And I hope <laughs> Germany win the group. So, we, like you said, we can avoid playing you in the yeah. quarterfinals. <laughs> that's what kind of we want to happen, don't we? So, um, let's uh, see how, how that goes. And obviously, Matt, as well, thank you for, for popping on tonight and enjoy um, your game on Sunday. So, I won't be live on Saturday because I'm at the game. So, um, obviously, tomorrow I'll go live and then probably Sunday, well, obviously, we can look forward to the England game on Monday as well on Sunday. So, if anyone's around, of course, you won't be around because you'll be at the game, won't you? On Sunday, you're both going to the Belgium-Iceland game, aren't you? So, you'll both be busy on Sunday as well. But anyway, um, well, I mean, I'll be live every night, really, pretty much. I will anyway, and we'll see who's available can pop on and chat to us. And if not, we'll just go through it on our own. That'll be fine. Um, Terry says, yeah, have a great day tomorrow, Andreas. And remember, our beer is not strong, so drink plenty. Our economy needs you. <laughs> yeah, it's not quite as strong as a German beer. That's true. So yeah, you might need you might need to buy a few more. It's probably more expensive actually um, than it is in Germany. I would I would imagine uh, at the moment certainly everything's more expensive at the moment than it used to be. Uh, butter's nine pound a pot at the minute, like for a little pot of butter's nine pounds. So there you go. That's what things are in this country at the moment. That's what we're suffering. Um, anyway, Terry says there they should have done um, a a quid for a kid tickets to entice people to watch. Shame we're not selling. It's my thing, isn't it? It's not my signal, is it? Yeah, which is frozen now. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. The um, yeah, the Euro paid for one hour uh, for the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Euros tickets. Um, wh what category did you get? I know, obviously, they're all going through categories one to five. One being the most expensive, three being the most expensive. Which categories did you get? Did you get a mixture uh, of everything? Or uh, no, I, I all always ordered the first category for I think uh, fifteen pounds. Yeah. So it's it's the cheapest one I think, but I yeah. ordered in in October November last year, and uh, everything was was um, nobody knew whether it's possible uh, to travel due to COVID restrictions and everything. And I thought, okay, then let's order the cheapest one. It's only fifteen pounds. I can risk this, and yeah, uh, yeah. Well, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, so maybe can we can meet on on Sunday at yeah. the stadium? I think we we should we should ride. I'm coming by train from London to Manchester, and then yeah, that's uh, what I'm I'm gonna be. Uh, yeah, I'll be heading into Manchester as well. Well, so I'll I'm happy to meet you there. Uh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, sorry, I'll be meeting it just back. <laughs> Andreas has, has come all the way over from uh, from Germany in the hotel, and he's got fine internet, and I've got my normal internet at home, and my internet's just completely fell <laughs> to bits. But anyway, never mind. I am back, so sorry about that. Um, thank you for carrying on with the show, anyway, and you know keeping everybody entertained for a couple of minutes here. Um, Terry says, "Yeah, Richard has gone. Uh, can hear the two main stars. Oh yeah, thanks, Terry. Yeah, cheers for that, mate. Nice one. Yeah, you know who your friends are, don't you? So yeah, it all comes out, doesn't it, when you're not here." That's the problem, isn't it? Um, but anyway, uh, Terry says, great to see you three back together again. Uh, great show. See you tomorrow. Take care. Yeah, cheers, Terry. Uh, thanks for watching, as always, of course. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I can't remember what we, where we was up to now, actually, before that disappeared, before my internet decided to go. Um, oh, yeah, you talking about the kids for a, for a quid, wasn't we? Um, the, the ticket. I mean, the ticket prices have been pretty reasonably priced anyway. Um, you know, what, what was your, how much did you pay for yours last night? I think mine was like 15, was mm -hmm. it 15 quid? I think mine was. Yeah, yeah, 50 yeah, pounds. I've, yeah. I've chosen the cheapest of category. Mm. <laughs> That's what I yeah, yeah. I mean, 15, 15 quid for an international tournament of top level yeah. football is pretty decent, isn't it? In these stadiums as well, you know, good, these decent stadiums, isn't it? You know, they're not. I know one or two games are being played elsewhere, which some of the teams weren't happy about. But I think the ticket prices are pretty. I mean, for, for kids as well, it's even cheaper, isn't it? I think it's like, is it a fiver or something for kids, wasn't it? Something like that. I think the, the kids' prices um so i don't think they could have done a lot more with the pricing really mm. i think the pricing's okay um it's just you know i suppose um it's getting people to want to be there and i think if you go to a game you want to go to another one because that's what i've sort of found last night after going to that game last night i can't wait to go to the next one now because of how exciting it is and being part of it all so hopefully that's what like with other people when they go but um but yeah i say um obviously thanks to andreas for giving up his time today after a busy busy day traveling um hopefully i say you'll have a enjoy your game tomorrow it'll be really good look forward to that uh and matt as well thank you for for popping on we will obviously um obviously hopefully you two can meet up on sunday at the academy stadium for that game that'll be good actually to get you two together mm. um There'll be all sorts of trouble going on, I'm sure, when you two get, get together. So we look out for that. Um, so that'll be really good. I'll be back tomorrow at 7 o'clock in between the Spain and the Germany games to look ahead to that and look back on the Spain game. And I say have a little update with the Arsenal women, how we've been getting on. And then, obviously, we'll look ahead to the, the games on Saturday as well because we won't have a show um, on Saturday because I say I'll be busy um at sheffield for the netherlands against sweden which i'm really looking forward to so um yeah it looks as though norway have clearly won this game 
Um, looks pretty comfortable. It is 4-1 still. That other goal was disallowed, just in case you, you didn't hear that. It was disallowed for offside, the fifth goal. So it is, it is 4-1. There's about 10 minutes to go. So Norway are going to be topping the group tonight. Um, but still a lot of football to be played. And we've got the opportunity on Monday to play Norway ourselves, which is going to be a good game. We obviously will look into that later as well um, over the weekend. Uh, look into that game. So, brilliant stuff. So, I so say we'll be back tomorrow at 7. If you want to win the CD, the beautiful game CD, there it is. There. It is it is fantastic. Signed copy there by Pete Drake and Kay Spink, who do a great job um, with that CD. It sounds fantastic. It's great music. And I say the first song was the one that we played in with, which is called Left Foot, Right Foot, Header. And the other song is a beautiful game, which is on the outro, which we're going to play now. So, if you want to win that, Subscribe to the channel. Predict the number of goals England will score in the group. So, obviously, we've got one already. So, you know, may, I'm not going to influence your guess, but maybe guess more than one, perhaps, because we've got one already. So, maybe more than one might. You've got more chance of winning, perhaps. Um, so, that's that. And I'll be back tomorrow at 7. So, thanks to Andreas, as always. And thanks to Matt. Um, look forward to everything that's happening tomorrow um, at the Euros. That'll be day three tomorrow. Group B kicks off. Spain, Finland at five. Germany, Denmark at eight. We'll be on at seven in between. Hopefully, you can join us then. And, of course, in the meantime, as always, come on, you lionesses. Let's win this tournament. But the main, most important thing is everyone enjoy what's going on. Enjoy what's happening. Enjoy the football. And we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks to all you guys for watching. Take it easy. Don't forget to like as well. And we'll see you very soon. Yeah. Enjoy, enjoy the rest of the game tonight. See you tomorrow, guys. See you later. Another camp with COVID cases An England squad with brand new faces Here we go, the summer's here Meet your friends and grab a beer Football's on the beautiful game From St. Louis to Bramall Lane It's just a game So that there is just the other song, the beautiful game, brilliant lyrics as well from St. Mary's to Bramall Lane, of course, which is the two games at each end of the country. Um, so, yeah, brilliant. If you want to win that, please subscribe to the channel, put your guess in for the number of goals England will score in the group stage, and hopefully you can win yourself a copy of that game. Um, Terry says, uh, can you get uh, two Terry written on it for me? Well, you, you, you haven't won yet, Terry. Let's wait and see. If you win, maybe we'll see if we can get, uh, we can get Pete to... Uh, but to put your name on it if you win. But uh, England need 12 more goals, of course, for Terry to win. His guess was 13. So that, that's the standard. Uh, we've had some other guesses as well. A little bit lower than 13, I'll be honest with you. Some of the other guesses that we've had are lower than 13. So, uh, but, you know, you feel free. Uh, Norway have scored four against Northern Ireland tonight. So there you go. Who knows? Uh, Terry says, good night, Terry. Good night, Terry. We will hopefully see you tomorrow at 7. Um, I'm off. So enjoy the rest of your evening. And I'll see you tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Take it easy, guys. Ta-da.